Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to SFF Yeah, a podcast dedicated to all things science fiction and fantasy. This is episode 39, and we're recording on October 26th. I'm Sharifa Williams, and I'm here with Jen Northington, and we're coming to you from Book Riot. And today is Book Club Day, which is super exciting, and we're talking about Rosewater by Tade Thompson. Hooray! I'm so excited. I was just telling Jen, I was just telling you that I, I just finished this book like last night, right before <laughs> right before we start recording today. So it's very fresh in my mind. I'm so it's glad. Yeah, yeah, because I finished it like a month or two ago and I was prepping for this and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't remember what happens at the end. Like I literally had to reread, <laughs> which is a weird thing my brain does actually. Um, I will often forget like the last quarter of a book, which is crazy because like usually that's where the big reveals are. I mean, it certainly is in this book, but my brain somehow will only hold on to the first like three quarters of a book and then it's like, oh, whatever, I guess. It just like chucks out that information. So people are like, oh man, and that crazy blah, blah, blah at the end. And I'm like, Hmm. Yes, what I've, you said. I, I probably read that. <laughs> and it's not for all books. Like, there are definitely some books that I 100% remember the ending of, but more books than not, I forget the last quarter, which is bizarre. But I, That's anyway, super I, I have refreshed myself and I am ready. <laughs> okay, well, should we, first of all, I guess we should mention that since we are talking about this book in full, there are definitely going to be spoilers. Yes. So, I mean, if you haven't read it and you don't care about things like spoilers, that's cool. But if you do, just know that we are going to be talking about some spoilage. And I don't know if we're going to get into depth about some of these things, but there's definitely trigger warnings for I know there was child violence in here. There's a lot of violence in this book, actually. Yeah, it's sort of a generally violent book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Content warnings, trigger warnings, just so everybody knows. But I so enjoyed this book. I'm Hooray! so glad you chose it because I loved it so much. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, the backstory is that Sharifa and I, we knew we wanted to do a book club and we wanted to do something that was like kind of on the spooky spectrum since we were planning it for around Halloween. Um, and I, we were both looking through things and I found Rosewater and I was like, oh, what about this one? And I read it real fast and was like, I think it's a good one. And bless you, you were just like, okay. Like you just <laughs> trust you. <laughs> so I was so, I was a little nervous um, because I knew you were still reading it. I was like, what is she going to, what if she doesn't like it? I mean, that always makes for a good book club, but I would not. Uh, deliberately pick a book that I didn't think you would like. So I'm relieved that you liked it. Yeah. And it's funny. I'm not in a book club myself. So this is all very fresh and exciting to me in general, being able to talk about one specific book. It's such a novelty. Um, (laughs) 
But yeah, I'm I'm really excited to talk about it. And should we give like a general overview yes. of what this book is about? I think so. Okay. Um, I will try to do my best. <laughs> Maybe I will look at the back of the book because there's so much going on here. So generally what happens is there's this mysterious biodome. This book takes place in Nigeria. And there are lots of little background noises about the rest of the world, but it's mainly set in Nigeria, and it follows Caro, who lives in Nigeria and around this biodome. And Caro is one of a few people who has special abilities to access the Xenosphere, yes. which is like this really interesting, complex sort of space where it's almost like being a psychic, but it's not quite a psychic. I think as a matter of fact, in the book, they specifically say I'm not a psychic. Um, so it follows Caro and he's a government agent. So he has a lot of things going on. He has a regular day job. He has his job with the, this government agency. And something starts to happen to all of these people who have these quote-unquote psychic abilities and Carl is doing a bunch of things in this book he's doing some interrogations he's having a relationship and trying to figure out what that is he's trying to figure out what's happening to all of the people like him and then strange stuff starts to happen with this biodome and yeah, so there is so much going on in here, and you can chime in with anything I'm missing because <laughs> I'm all over the place right now. Yeah, um, so I think one of the most striking things about the structure of this book is that it's taking place in, I think, three timelines so what yes. you just described is absolutely on track for the present day timeline so you're getting yes. him you know sort of on this quest to figure out like who's who's killing these other sensitives is what they're called um and is he gonna die and also there's all these like government intrigue shenanigans going on and he's yeah dating aminat who was amazing i loved yes. her um, <laughs> she's great so good. And then, and, but then it goes back, it goes back to like, I want to say 20 years earlier where he's young and he's sort of getting chased out of his house um, because his powers have been discovered because these pow people who have these powers are often sort of violently attacked um, and feared by other members of society. Um, and then, uh, and then there's this in between like 10 years ago timeline when he first started, was recruited by the government agency sort of unwillingly um and i i am a fan of a multiple timeline book generally speaking although i don't remember the last time i read a three timeline book and let me tell you <laughs> yeah it was hard to keep track and part of that is just the way that i read like i'm curious if you are like this too because i i, I feel like it might be different i read very fast and i'm not skimming but it I, I think it's probably as close as you can get to skimming without it being deliberate um and i often don't pay attention to chapter headings because so often they don't mean anything but in this yeah. book you really have to read the chapter heading because it tells you what timeline you're in for that chapter so and especially when i really get into a book and I really get going I'm just like I don't even remember turning pages so occasionally I was just like oh my god wait what's happening like where am I in this book's internal timeline um 
And so I had to really make an effort after a little while to pay more attention because I was just getting so confused about what was happening when. Yeah, um, I this is interesting, actually, because this is probably why I am the opposite and a slow reader, because I will literally stare at the chapter heading for like a full minute. Because I'm like, oh, what's the name of it? What's the tone going to be? And so this explains a lot. But I will say that even though I was reading this book very slowly, and half of it was because I was terrified that I would miss something because there were some parts where it was really like there were so many things happening and every sentence felt like oh my goodness this is going to be important Mm -hmm. Um, but the interludes specifically trip me up and I believe the interludes are where like he's doing it's it's called interlude mission that's how it's marked and it's when he's doing this sort of like he's I think it's when he's like getting into like his government job and yeah yeah, and that is where I was like, wait, I'm confused. Like, I understand what then and now means, right. obviously, but what is this interlude? So that took me a while to, like, that it, That sort of tripped me up and made it difficult for me to find my footing. But after a while, I was just like, I don't care. I'm probably going to figure it out. And, of course, I eventually did, and things started to come together. But I definitely um, had some difficulty with those three different timelines. Um, yeah. Well, and what you said just now is exactly what I felt like about a lot of the book, which is that, you know, you really, it really doesn't all come together until the very end. But I, I, and I was definitely like, what is happening? Um, multiple times, but it's not like, that's just a function of the story. It's not because Thompson didn't know at any given moment exactly what was going on. It was because you as the reader only know so much. And Caro is kind of, He's not a very forthcoming narrator and you are stuck inside his head. So like you don't, you just don't, he just is not telling you or anybody else certain things. And so, um, you do have to sort of hang with it to, to get to the payoff, but I didn't care. I was like, I'm along for this crazy ride. Excuse me. I'm totally along for this crazy ride. Like, yeah, I'm just here to see what on earth is going to happen next. And it, it felt to me very in my personal like bookshelf. It like sits next to Lauren Bucus um, and Jeffrey Vandermeer on my shelf. Like it's you're just like, I don't know what you're doing here, but I trust that you're going to make it worth it. And I'm going to keep going. That totally makes sense. I absolutely thought about Jeff Vandermeer when I was reading this. That's a really good comparison. And it's funny that you mentioned that Caro was an interesting character. <laughs> you know, toward the end, I was like, oh, what does Caro remind me of? And I was like, oh, he reminds me of like a teenage boy. Uh. Like his voice was very like, he's so, sometimes he is so blasé and flippant. And it is fun. Like it's, it's funny when I'm reading the book because it is told, you know, first person. So he's telling the story himself. He's the narrator, which is something I have actually found. I'm enjoying more and more in Hmm. books. I don't know what it is, but like, I like hearing the characters voice and getting to know them like that directly. Yeah. But it was funny with Carl because sometimes I found him like really infuriating. 
Especially his weird sexism. Oh, yeah. He's such a misogynist and he's selfish oh. and he's arrogant and like like almost like borderline sociopathic about right and wrong mm-hmm. and self-interest. And I, I saw it get called out by a bunch of reviewers like, let's be frank. Caro's a dick. It's like, yeah, he is. <laughs> absolutely is. And and yeah, I um. But again, like I, he gets called out by other yes. characters. Like every time somebody called him on a piece of that i was just like yeah you tell him <laughs> um, and uh and so i was glad that the book is aware like the book is is aware that he is a jerk and is a misogynist and is supremely self-interested and so the book is not co-signing any of this it's just like here's this guy he's your he's he's your guy right now this is what we're doing this is what you're dealing with. And you aren't just because he's a sensitive doesn't necessarily mean he's he has a ton of empathy. Nope. Like <laughs> he's really jaded and kind of apathetic and he call he says he's not a hero a lot of times in the book. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite characters was Femi uh, Alagomeshi. Yes. Who was who sort of reminded me of like M from James Bond mm-hmm. because she's like at the head of this big secretive government agency, S45, and she's really, and she's one of the characters who regularly calls Caro out on his sexism and is basically like, nope, you don't have any chance with me. Um, And I really loved her for that. And I liked a lot of the women characters in this book, actually. Like, Oyin Da was amazing Mm -hmm. with her Afro puffs. Yes. She was so cool and her intelligence. Um, And... Yeah, his his girlfriend. Uh, yeah, Aminat is my favorite. I, I loved yeah. her. And actually, there's this one point. I bookmarked it, but I bookmarked so many things. Let me see if I can find it. There's this one point in the book where her like her magically talented brother Lei, um, yeah, Lei says to Caro like. Oh, I can't find the page, but it's something along the lines of like, she's, she's like, maybe your girlfriend, but like, she's not just a side character in your story. Yes, She has her own story. She's the hero of her own story. And I was like, oh. what if, what if, Sharifa, this is my deepest, fondest wish. What if the next okay. book is told from Aminat's perspective? I would not be surprised at all because the way the book ends makes it feel like there is, well, there absolutely is a lot more to her story. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, how could they just not, how could they just not say what she does or why somebody, so in the story, somebody tries to blow her up. Mm-hmm. Um, they blow up a building. And why would they not say that? It's inconclusive. Mm-hmm. So I am so, I hope you are correct with this theory because I had the same feelings at the end of the book and I was like rubbing my hands together like yes. maybe we're gonna get an Aminat story this would be really cool yes well let's talk about the end of the book since we kind of yes. have gotten there so now now begin the spoilers um, <laughs> uh what did you think of the big alien reveal I thought that first of all I did not see it coming mm-hmm. I didn't I did not think that Wormwood would show up in the flesh and that they would – like there's a lot you learn about Wormwood who is this, you know, this entity that has entered, you know, Earth's core and is taking over on behalf of this larger alien species. Like I did not think that that 
entity would become an actual character. So that was really interesting. And it developed really quickly toward the end. So I was like, you know, turning the pages as quickly as somebody like me can. Um, But I thought that it was fascinating. And then we also we learn a lot of we learn a lot of things about Caro as well. Like we didn't know anything about his father Mm -hmm. until the end. And we find out that he's like he owns these big supermarkets or whatever that have been mentioned throughout the story and then we also find out about america and then this is perhaps the part that was most fascinating to me that made me sort of stop and think about things is because when we read a lot of these or at least when i read a lot of these stories about like these potential futures in science fiction a lot of the time because we're reading western books and books that are written by americans it's very much like this is what's happening in america Mm -hmm. and who knows what's going on in the rest of the world but i thought it was interesting especially as the story about what happened to america developed toward the end of the book that we have no idea what's going on with America throughout this whole story, except that it's like what is happening is cloaked in mystery and nobody knows what's going on. And I thought that how they developed that or how uh, Tade developed that at the very end was really interesting. And I was fascinated and wanted to know more, but I kind of liked not knowing what was going on with America. And I liked that there was this sort of timely piece in there, in the end, about, you know, countries isolating themselves from each other and what happens when when countries isolate themselves. Like, you know, it was, it was there was very much like the Brexit conversation mm. in there as well. There was so much going on. I, I'm just like mouthing off all of my thoughts. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what book club is for. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good um, thing I don't have wine right now. Yeah, right. No, I totally agree, though. I thought it was really... I mean, it, first of all, is an amazing read. And then, yeah, as a Western reader, it is so, like, refreshing to get outside of this, like, American dystopian unit that, you know, box that mm-hmm. so much of our literature is built out of. Um, and another another compelling argument for reading more internationally for all of us, like, you get new stories and they're super good. <laughs> Um, Not that there's not really like groundbreaking sci-fi coming out of America. Like obviously N.K. Jemisin is busting down walls all over the place. But like, yeah, we need as many of these different kinds of stories as we can get. And I am so delighted um, to have read this one. And 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 like, yeah, it really tickled my brain, like because I was thinking about the Ted Chang story that got turned. Excuse me. Yes. Wait. Yes. The story of your life and others. Who yeah, wrote that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, that got turned into a rival, and and you know that's an, a very different kind of alien invasion. Um, and you are coming at it from the perspective of America, but ever, there are a few moments where you sort of get you know this international perspective. Um, and in the movie, they really leaned into that and changed some stuff around. But um, but I yeah I agree and I thought and also like the little hints that got dropped about America like it's run mm-hmm. by androids and they've like <laughs> figured out a way to keep from getting infected by the xenoforms and like but it's you know who knows what's really going on um and and I found myself like it, it felt a little like matrixy almost in my brain um but I found myself like thinking that you know especially 
when you get to Oyunda and you get inside the dome and you see this sort of community of people who are coexisting with Wormwood and are like a hundred percent on board with it. And, and then Caro talking about like, okay, but like, we're going to lose humanity. Like it's just going to happen. Humans aren't going to yes. exist anymore. If this is what goes forward. And I am just a little bit like, I for one welcome our alien overlords. Like, <laughs> like, like I don't, obviously there's like bad, there's, you know, cause there's also this competing alien elements thing that was so interesting. Um, you know, the, the aliens who were involved in killing off the other sensitives and then Anthony and yeah. Wormwood sort of have different, like, I, I think Anthony at one point says like, well, like you're, you're from earth. Why doesn't everybody agree with you? Like, why doesn't everybody speak the same language? It's like, right. Obviously yes. they're not a monolith. Um, and so there are these competing factions, but, um, but the, at least the faction that is Wormwood and Anthony, I was like, well, I don't know. That sounds okay to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all Move into the dome. Like I'm ready to move into the dome. <laughs> That's yeah. I was conflicted. Like I, I, I was conflicted because the the book really does set you up to be like, man, humanity. We are not mm-hmm. good because there is a lot throughout the story showing you things that we do mm-hmm. in real time. Like not ju- this isn't just like future stuff. This is stuff that happens around the world right now. Right. Like this sort of mob violence and then, you know, the government immediately seeing something that they don't understand and trying to destroy it mm-hmm. without even, you know, without even investigating. Like those things kind of set you up to be like, you know what? If this alien entity has come to the planet and has some empathy and can and wants everybody to live together in peace and harmony yeah let's do it (laughs) but there is that sort of you know holding on to this sense of our own humanity and this idea of becoming basically robots or parts of another Mm -hmm. species of alien we don't know anything about them like that is there there was definitely some conflict within me about like would i join this society i maybe would if as they say humanity is doomed anyway like why not (laughs) but i thought it was interesting that caro kind of chooses to just live his life and just focus on his relationship yeah. that was an interesting he, he gets a dog and he is like yeah. you know dating amina and he's just like all right i'm good <laughs> this, is fine. this is fine and then it has this like super ominous ending like mm-hmm. the last sentence is so like i'm trying to find it right now because that was what of course it was like midnight when i finished oh, this, yes. so i got to the last sentence and i was like oh my goodness i can't sleep mm-hmm. and you know that he says he says at the end uh basically that we all think we'll be dead and gone by the time the carnage begins he's talking about like how we think about every inevitable potential crisis like a comet hitting the earth and then 
you know, he says the alien in me says that's delusional thinking for this disaster will all be present. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. It is. And I just, I'm like, go to the, I'm going to go to the dome right now. <laughs> Pack my bags. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, yeah. And, and a bunch of people called this uh, noir, which I think is correct. Like it is a yeah. very noir sci-fi novel. Um, and, and I, I dig it though. Like I dig that sort of messy humanity is messy the the whole um alien invasion is is messy right like the alien invasion is not like oh it's very regimented and this happens and this happens it's like no there's factions and it's partial and you don't even know that it's an invasion kind of and there's good there's good side effects as well as bad and like i just i just find that such a an interesting and um, innovative way to look at it because so much of hard sci-fi, which I think you could argue this is, is like very like direct cut and dry. Like you've these big sweeping plot arcs that don't really take into account messiness in a lot of ways. Um, And they can be fun. Like space opera is super fun, but it doesn't, you know, when you get into this sort of nitty gritty space that, that Thompson is inhabiting in this book, like there's no, there's the big picture is like, nobody has a big picture because humanity, like on a person to person basis, people don't act like that. Yeah. And like, apparently aliens don't either. (laughs) And I just thought that was so well done. Like that, that really gritty messiness is just all over this book. And I can't wait to see what the next bit is because it does especially at the end right there is this moment where you see a bigger picture and yeah. and i don't mind that but i hope that the next book like gets digs, digs back into the messy me too and i'm sure i'm i'm curious about how many of these characters are going to continue mm-hmm. on in the story like we were talking about aminat already and i really want to know more about oyinda yeah and what she's up to and how she's going to turn out because she's already like, what did she say, like 16% non-human. So I want to see what that's going to look like. And it looks like it, I'm glad that we don't have to wait that long because sometimes when you get to one of these books, if it had been a cliffhanger like this and I was like, I don't even know when the next book is coming out, I would have been a little bit upset (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it looks like it's coming out in april of next year so that's not too long away no no i'm really excited yeah i think so i think so i think it's gonna be i would also take now i'm thinking about this i would take a femi narrated book too like that would i would me too i would do that um 100 yeah and you know to rewind for a moment when i'm thinking about potential narrators i think that was one of my favorite things about how the book handles caro's misogyny is that all of the female characters are different like they're not just caricatures of a strong woman but they are strong interesting complex characters and so i trust i like feel hopeful that the next book if it is from a female perspective will give us exactly that sort of complex nuanced portrayal of a character who also hopefully happens to be female yeah i i agree with you i feel like i can i can trust toddy thompson with that narrative because i I loved all of the female characters. They were so amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've got my fingers crossed that they're all going to be in the next one yes. because I'm greedy like that. <laughs> yeah. Did you read – I have you read The Murders of Molly Southbourne? It's his tour novella. Speaking of tour novellas, like we do every time now. I know. I haven't. This is actually my first, my first read from – 
Todd A. Thompson. I haven't, is it really good? I haven't read it yet because I think it's too scary for me, but that's why I bring it up Ooh. is because you might like it. It's about a woman or a girl, like a teenage girl who just has to like, she, she, um, every time she bleeds, another version of herself exists and wants to kill her. And so she's just like constantly killing different versions of herself throughout the whole book. I am going to read it and I will tell you what I think. And I actually, that sounded familiar and it's because I read the author synopsis Mm. at the back of the book and it looks like that story is going, has been optioned at least for screen adaptation. So now I definitely have to read it. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Nice. Okay, I will let you know what I think about it. And if it's really scary, I will let you know. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that wraps up our book club discussion. That was so fun. So fun. Oh, I feel excited that this was your first book club experience. I've been in so many book clubs over the years. This This is exciting for me to introduce a newbie to the form. It was so much fun. It was a great first experience with actually I was in like the read harder challenge book groups, Mm. but we all read different books. So this was my first like we're all reading together. It was very communal. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you all who are listening for tuning in and hopefully you read it. Um, If you have some thoughts that you'd like to share with us about what you thought of the book, uh, you can email us at sffyeah at bookriot.com. We'll keep you posted. If and when we do another book club, won't be for a little while, though. Um, Lord knows we have enough reading to do in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you feel like dropping a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts, please do that. It helps other folks to find the show, and we love to see the feedback. And you can find us online. I'm on social media as Jen IRL. It's Jen with two N's, IRL. And you can find me on Instagram at Williams. That's S-Z-A-I-N-A-B Williams. And we'll talk to you next time. Happy Halloween. 